You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. This is when we begin the podcast. (laughs) All right. We have... This one's going to be all over the place, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, this one wasn't supposed to be all no. over the place, but we discovered something this week that was mm-hmm. like a game changer for us in it terms was. of our relationship that we know will benefit you guys. It's funny because while it was happening, I was so effing annoyed with you, like so mad. And I'm sure you were like annoyed with me. And then like when we talked about it, all like I'm thinking about when we came to like the tail end of it, we were like, I was like, well this will be good for the podcast. Yeah. It was funny though. Like I find that as we're working stuff out, it's almost like, well, we got to do it for the pod. We got to do it. We got to get this right for the pod. Because, yeah. Well, not, not for each other. I don't we have shit to about get you. this right for the pod because <laughs> we have to record this podcast. And let's be honest for a day and a half, you weren't actually talking to me. No, it wasn't that long. Yeah, it was. That's why we had our conversation. <laughs> okay. It's like, Hmm. Uh. I noticed that Bernie isn't talking to me. Well, we have to report. We have to record something. We should probably figure this yeah, out. This is going to be awkward. Okay, um, let's start with uh, love and annoy. You were I, like super adamant about starting with that. Do you have one that you? I feel like I always start. You can go ahead. I'm not. Wasn't I? Wasn't adamant about uh, starting with the "I love you" and annoying. It's just it is what it is. That's what our, that's what we do. So um, this is a hard one for me because it's annoying, but I'm not annoyed at you. Does that make sense? Sure. Like the timing's just annoying kind of thing. So Cooper's a little sick, as we know. He's got a little bit of a fever. He's got a little bit of a cough. And what that looks like is he doesn't sleep very well. Mm -hmm. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. What is that from? (laughs) Simultaneously. No, it's from something. It's a TV show. Simultaneously. Simultaneously speaking. (laughs) You sound 
sound like crew. <laughs> it's crew from something. From Despicable Me. It's from something. And I hope someone can write us in to tell us where so. is this from? Simultaneously. Simultaneously, you are, I think I said that thing like 18 <laughs> times now. <laughs> At the same time. It's a drinking game. You huh? are having you are having your monthly visitor. Yeah. And the red I have, wedding. Yeah, the red wedding. And I have developed over the course of our relationship and our partnership and creationship, I have developed a what I would say is a pretty generous listening of you during these times. I now realize that instead of being angry and upset and trying to deal with your emotions during this time and realizing <laughs> and recognizing that I'm not going to get laid and being upset about it, I've come to realize that it is my responsibility to be your partner during these times to help you for the first day and a half. Okay. And that might look like getting the kids out of the house. That might look like picking up some things a little extra, you know, just really being as supportive as possible. Yeah, just preface this, like my day one and day two is very, very Painful. hard, very hard for me. Painful. Yeah. Like day three by day three, I don't, don't really give, give a shit. shit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. My generosity is out the window. But day one, day two, I'm all in. Okay. I'm all in partner of the year. Uh, and so here's what I've come to realize. During these times, your number one priority is getting rest and getting sleep. And that's what you need. And so I happen to stay with Cooper so that you can get your rest and need so that it doesn't linger into day three and day four. I'm not annoyed by your period. I'm annoyed by the timing of your period and the timing that's occurring simultaneously with <laughs> Cooper's cold. I'm just annoyed because I haven't slept mm -hmm. in a couple of days. And, and I find that when I don't sleep, like anybody, I get a little bit irritable. Right. And I'm finding that I'm getting irritable at things I shouldn't be irritable at. I'm kind of blaming you for it. And I don't want to blame you because I'm not really blaming Especially you. Especially because last night I said I would sleep with him and you were adamant yeah. that you that I said didn't. Partner of the year. So, Partner of the year. I so, also suggest. I'm not annoyed by you. I'm annoyed. In general. In general. Because I haven't been sleeping much. Got it. Because your period. All right. That's fair. Um. My is, mine is I've asked you the same thing to do the same thing six weekends in a row now. Yeah. The exact same thing. Is it laundry? It's it's not just laundry. It's your laundry that is now a swamp monster in the corner of our room. I think we have to take laundry off the no, table. No, we don't. It's literally it's this will continue to be my I love you and you're annoying until you actually fucking do it. People are just going to start to skip through the I love you and no, you're annoying when you start talking. Like, this I is my it's issue. About right. laundry. This is my issue. I have asked you every single week weekend said, I need to do this, this, and this today. The one thing I would really like you to do is tackle this. Because I had washed all of those clothes for you. Mm. I'd washed them all. And then I put them, I separated all of the kids and mine. And I gave you your laundry. It's all clean. It needs to all be rewashed now. Because yeah, it's probably. all dirty. And every time I ask you, can you put this laundry away? And your response is, oh, yes. Like, you're like so annoyed that I'm asking you as if like, as if <laughs> it's like a new question. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm going to do it today. It's still sitting there. And it's been a month and a half longer now a month and a half well that is six weeks it's insane like you got to do it i don't know like what it is i don't know why you're avoiding it like what is it just overwhelming for you maybe it's just like it's at this point i'm like what the fuck maybe 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 <laughs> just yeah. do a little bit of it i did i did half of it remember No, you didn't you did a th maybe a fifth well that's some of it yeah i was like oh he's doing it and then they came back in and i'm like what the fuck yeah, I left. Still all here. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh 
I'm, I, did, I did like honestly i did about a quarter of it no maybe a third of it and i'm See, like for and me, i'm spent to help manage my because i i was doing everyone's laundry and i was like this is driving me batshit so i was like you know what i'll wash everyone's laundry and i will separate them and i will put my laundry away i will put the kids laundry away including taking all of their clothes that no longer what am i chopped them, liver and you can do yours and mm. i was like this will help me but it has not. Well, <laughs> it's actually created more of a. It's the worst. I just need you to do it. Like things. this. Don't eat you guys every week. This will be my I love you. I know you're annoying. And like once the week that he does it, I feel like we need to have a celebration, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's that's it for me. I can see how that would be annoying. It's really annoying. Yeah, six weeks is a long time. It's insane. It's what? Simultaneously. It's insane. It's insanity. It's insane. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. All right, let's talk about our little kerfuffle. Oh, yeah, this was um, this was cool. This was a really cool experience. It didn't feel like one at the time. <laughs> During felt- it, we were like, no. <laughs> so we discovered something about ourselves, which has been something that has been going on for a, a really long time. Long time. Yeah. Like, like way too long. For us not to have done the work to figure and discover what it was that was there. And we briefly talked about, like, the the annoyance of the situation. Yep. Like, essentially, when, okay, so this week, this past week, I had went, um, for two days, I went up to Muskoka for a work thing. And I wasn't going to go at first. I had mentioned it briefly to Ryan. I said, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go here. I'm going to see if I can make it work before um, I go. But like, are you able to swing things around here with the kids and stuff um, if I go? And you were like, yes, absolutely. Like, no problem. And Ryan's always really good at this. He's always like, if like, you got to do what you got to do, whether it's for work or whether it's like mental health, he is always like my biggest yee ha ha cheerleader, cheerleader. Like, yeah. go. Like, you need this. You deserve this. And it's awesome. <laughs> And then I go. Yeah, there you go. And uh, then I get back. Yeah. And he's like so mad. I hate you. Like it's like I hate it's you for honestly the most frustrating thing because he says one thing and then I'm like, you know what? We're turning we're turning a leaf. This is going to be a good time. And then I get home and I'm like, what the fuck? This time was a bit different because we also have this conversation where when I go somewhere, I usually check out. And Ryan, it gets... You are notorious am, for the check. For let's, sure. Let's have this conversation for a second. You are notorious for the check out. Yeah, for sure. When I go away for business mm-hmm. or when I go away for pleasure, I am notorious for the... Check-in. Check-ins. Yeah. And I, where I'm like, stop texting me, just enjoy I check yourself. In, I check in. I check in. How are the kids? How are the kids? How yeah. are the kids? When it's dinner time, I check in to be like, hey, listen, I know you're in the mess right now. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Yeah. Are you okay? When it's when it's bedtime... Me, I'm like radio <laughs> When it's bedtime, it's nine o'clock. I'm like, hey, I know you just put the kids to bed. Are you okay? How was it? Did they go down okay? I check in because Me, I'm like, I, love you. <laughs> Bye. You, you say goodbye and hello. No. And what I mean by that is goodbye when you walk out the door and hello when you come in. But let's not be rash. Like, I, I, this isn't every time. Like, yeah. usually I'll, I'll send like one message. I definitely can do better with checking in more. But because I was not great with this, I have now made it an effort in the past few times for me to check in more because I know for you that you like that. So I did this time. It was really great. So this this even adds to like the more annoying part because right. like I got there, I checked in, it was bedtime. Then the next morning I FaceTimed you guys and I was like, this like good for me, Brittany, like you did such a good job here. So when I returned, I was like, there won't be shit to talk about because I did so well. There was. There was. Yeah, but I want. Here's what I want to. I want to spend some time on the check in because I want. I want people to understand the importance of the check in. 
because it is annoying to me when the check-in doesn't occur. You also need to make sure that you specify when, like, if I'm just, if I'm going out to a friend's house, the check-in isn't as important if I'm going, like, before COVID and stuff, if I was going out to a bar or if I was going out to another location, because the check-in for you comes down to fear and worry and safety. Yep. Right. Okay. It comes to safety. I want to know, I don't need to big brother you. I don't need to know where you are on it on an ongoing basis mm-hmm. and what you're doing, I want to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. So if I anticipate that you're going to be here and then all of a sudden you go over there, if something bad happened and I heard, oh, something bad happened to Brittany, I would go to position A, not right. position B. Right. So all my request is, is check in, let me know that you're moving locations so that I know For if sure. something happens, For sure. where I'm going to go and how I'm going to react to no, it. And that's totally valid and warranted. But the check-in, and here's why the importance <laughs> is with the check-in. When you leave your spouse, whether you're going out with the boys, whether you're going out with the girls, whether you're going out for yourself, whether you're going out for work, when you leave your household, you know, and if you've got, if you're young, if you're parents with young kids, you know that there is a witching hour. Mm -hmm. There is a time where even the both of you together, it is an absolute shitstorm. It is a clusterfuck. So when you're doing it and you're doing it on your own. It is compounded tenfold. Mm -hmm. Here's what the importance is on the check-in. When you're away having a good time with your friends and family members or whomever you're doing or you're working and you know that the witching hour is happening. And your partner is in the thick of it. Yeah, you know your partner's in the thick of it. Reach reach out to them. Mm -hmm. Connect Mm -hmm. with them. Send them a text Mm -hmm. and say, hey, listen, I know you're in the witching hour. Just want you to know I'm thinking about you. But also, I'm... Like, I see what you're saying, and I really appreciate that. But part of me is like petty, and I'd be like, Yeah, thanks for checking, you fuck. I know. Like when you do that, you I'm also win. like, oh, it's so sweet. I'm so sweet. like, I'm so glad you're having a good time. I am in the winning hour. Like, I don't know. You it's can't win. But, you can't win. But at the same token, a message is better than Absolutely. no message. Sure. So it's very important for me, and I'm I'm suggesting or I'm inviting the to you and your spouse who are listening to this right now to have a conversation to see if if the check in is actually important to your partner. Right. Because it might not be important to you. Mm-hmm. It might mean everything to your partner. I don't care. You can be gone for weeks on end. Brit, if you check I in, I don't care. <laughs> if you check in on me every single day to make sure that when I'm going through the shitstorm mm-hmm. that I'm not doing it on, on my own mentally, right, right? You can be gone all you want. Okay, bye. You don't check in. I'm like I'm by myself, and I feel like I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. And not only do I feel like I'm by myself, I know you're having fucking fun. Yeah, and I'm pissed. <laughs> It's like you just want you want your unfunness, you want your stress to be validated by the check in, right? So, so back to. I mean, that's not back to you, but can continue that when, when I got home the next day, here's the thing. I was not expecting Ryan to be in a shitty mood because for me, I checked in, but there was still some tension, right? Like there was, it was cold. Winter was coming. Winter was coming. There were, and it's, and it's ironically enough, your period yeah, did come around the corner. It's mostly because our communication was off. Like we're very short with each other or we're like talking to the kids, but not actually talking to each other. Talking like I went, the kids. yes, I went, yeah, I went upstairs, um, Long story long, Ryan had a call. I had a whole bunch of stuff to do. We weren't communicating. So the other person didn't really realize what the importance of what the other person was going through. And so when Ryan finally came down after work, I was like to Cooper and Riley, I'm like, mommy's going upstairs. Like I have a deadline to meet. I have to go. And like I I assumed Ryan was listening and he kind of just wasn't. And so I just disappeared. Anyway, she wasn't talking to me. So we get this. We're just annoyed with each other. And then the next day, 
right? You love to do this, by the way. Yeah. While I'm getting ready or, or things, shit's happening in the morning and everything's trying to like come together. You're like, listen, I'm going to say this not to start an argument, but I need to say it. I'm like, <laughs> you can't fucking say that right now because we, then we have a full conversation while there's Shame chaos. on you for turning it into an argument. No, though. you can't just make a statement like that. And I always say, let's like bench this and we'll talk about it after. And then you're like, I totally agree. Blah, 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 blah. And then you keep going. So I said, Ryan, listen, I'll call you. I have somewhere to be. I'll call you then. I'll call you um, in the car and we can hash this out. So we discovered that when we leave the house, both of us, like you said this, you're like, I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure we are the exact same. Here's the sauce. When I leave this house, no matter what it is for. Believe me, this is the juice. I got the sauce. Get it on sauce. You know that song? Yes. Anyway. Um here's the secret sauce. I like that better than the juice. Yeah. Okay. When I leave this house, no matter what it is for, whether it's personal pleasure, work, whatever, I feel guilt and it's not warranted. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it just, whatever it happens, but I feel guilty leaving my kids and my husband and, and you're saying the exact same thing. And so, yeah, every time I go golfing, although, every time, I, although I want to go golfing, although you want to do whatever it is that you're doing and although you deserve to do those things, I leave the house feeling guilty for leaving you mm-hmm. with the house. Right. So when we return to the house, Ryan and I do this thing where we figured out we are waiting for a ball to drop, essentially. We're waiting for our partner, each other, to validate that guilt for us so that we can internalize it and say, I fucking knew it. I knew I was guilty, but it doesn't come out like that. It comes out as a defense mechanism. We, for want, to turn, we want to turn the guilt into blame. Yes. So our partner says something, an offside comment, like a joke or something. Like, it must be nice to go to yeah. the Muskoka's for the weekend. Right. Even though two days prior, he was like, you need to go. You need this. But then those offside comments stick with us because we're like, well, what the fuck? Like, you just told me to go. And now you're going backwards and making these sidebar comments that are really annoying. And those comments valid validate our guilt that we're already feeling inside. And it's just like, we're just waiting for it. We're waiting for that guilt to be validated by our partner because we know it's there, but we, you're right. We turn it into blame and, and it's this like ongoing circle. And it's just, it was crazy when we were talking about this, how enlightening it was. We're like, holy shit. Like, that's exactly what I do. And you're like same 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 z's and then it was like well now that we know that we're doing this it opens up a whole new conversation because we said listen like those those small comments what you make that doesn't fly and i make them too like the golfing and stuff i say that to you all the time yeah but it's important to realize and this is what i think that we're discovering too those small comments are small comments. Like my grandma, my mom, my grandmother used to say this to my mom. My mom said it to me. Every little bit of joke has a little bit of truth to it. And that's true. When I said to Brittany, it must be nice to go to Muskoka with the girls while I'm in the shitstorm. I don't, I mean that as a joke, but I truly do mean that. Mm-hmm. It must be nice. Mm-hmm. I am jealous that you're out there while I'm here. There's no doubt about that. Just like when I'm on a golf course. Now you don't really enjoy golf that much, but whatever it is, you're away from the, the chaos that is our home. Yeah. So when you give those sidebar remarks, there's truth to it. Mm-hmm. But that truth is so insignificant that it's coming across as a joke and it's meant to be a joke, but it doesn't land like a joke. It Not lands with the like headspace. That it lands like, like a personal attack. And the reason it lands like a personal attack, to your, to use your words, is because you are already in this guilty 
mindset. Mm -hmm. And so when you are guilty of something, whether you are aware of it or not aware of it, and I guess we were unaware of it, when you feel guilty or you are guilty and you and someone says something, you feel exposed. Mm -hmm. And the moment you feel exposed, you go, in the you go into defense mode. And now you have to justify your actions when you're justifying your actions to somebody who wasn't actually uh, attacking you. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, joking, jabbing, jabbing small, whatever. Mm -hmm. But let's be real. You can jab all day long with something that's insignificant. It doesn't bother you at all. But you jab somebody with something they're feeling guilty about. Yeah. And it's World War Three. And that's this when house. you explode. And then you get on the defense. And then the person is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you freaking out? And then they get defensive. And then it blows up because this this guilt has been compounding. And it just needed that moment to release. And what it is up happening is when you start arguing about it, what wasn't actually an argument because Comes yeah. a legit argument. Mm -hmm. It starts to be like all the stuff that was built up in my head while I was cleaning up a diaper and putting the kids to bed, <laughs> all that anger and rage that I had that was real anger and rage from being a parent. All of a sudden, I start looking inwards and I start saying, well, you know what? Screw you for going out. And why yeah. do you need to go out? And then you start looking at all of the things that you were once okay with that all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, maybe I'm not okay with this. She's mm -hmm. telling me I'm not okay with this. My actions would indicate that I'm not okay with this. Now I am in, def now I am in an attack yeah. mode. Yeah. And then it becomes a morality conversation. You start making each other wrong when really all it was, was two people that decided to go in separate directions, one to get away right. and one to hold the fort down mm -hmm. and a jab that happened that was layered on top of a, a, a layer of guilt. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I think for us right now too, like we, we just discovered this and I'm, I'm interested to see how we deal with this the next time. Like, I think for us, we, I've said to you, like, I don't want those small jobs. I, I can't do that. Like, that's a trigger for me. And it is for you too, whether you realize it or not. Um, but we just need to be more, I know that I need to communicate more when I'm away and you know that you can't make those small jabs and that we're, we're in that open headspace now instead of that, like waiting in the defense mode. So it was and, just really good. And here's the other thing that we discovered too. Um, you know, those, and we'll use the golf as an example. When you're with your lady friends and I'm away golfing, you will use those golf remarks to your lady friends because it's an annoyance for them, for their husbands and vice versa. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's this commonality that you guys have about each other's partners that are going away for five hours, getting drinks and quote unquote, air quote, working mm -hmm. with their clients. Mm -hmm. It's annoying as all hell, because if I'm feeling guilty and then you're you're confirming that guilt with a group of friends, you're essentially making me wrong in front of everybody. Right. No different than if we're all hanging around having a good time and you complain about something and in front of that whole group, I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. well, you were away for two days getting pampered while I took yeah, care of this. Yeah, because you invalidate everything that you said before. You were like you and you didn't mention that you also told me to go away and do these things. Now right. it's like I'm a pretty cool guy in front of the group. And you do it in front of a group. It's really annoying. Because that group on the other side mm -hmm. sees your point. Right. And the group Group on the other side sees the other person's point right. and now all of a sudden you've got a party of people that hate each other the party poopers the party poopers so ladies and gentlemen the golden nugget for this and the reason that we're bouncing all over the place because we're about to go into some funny stuff mm -hmm. and some scary stuff because it is Ooh, it is food. october it's, it mm -hmm. is almost halloween the reason we're jumping around is because this was something that we discovered last week this week we thought it was important and we thought it was extremely important it was an aha moment for our marriage we've been married for a long time together for way longer than that and this is something that we just discovered about ourselves so yeah. the work continues 
The work continues the work, simultaneously. The work continues. It's going to be called simultaneously. Simultaneously can... can I no. got... What? I got nothing. <laughs> okay. We asked a bunch of people to uh, write in some funny Halloween stories. And this is hard sometimes funny because... and spooky. And spooky. But funny Halloween stories could be super funny in the moment, but they're not always translated funny in, in written form. So <clears throat> there were a whole bunch, but we're only going to do a few because we don't have a ton of time. Ryan's also going to do scary ones. And then we're going to do Am I the Asshole at the end because there's like a good Halloween themed. I love Am right. I the Asshole. Okay. So I'm going to do a scary story. You're going to do a funny right. Halloween story. I'm going to do a scary story. Story, funny Halloween story back and forth yeah. for a little bit. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go first. No, I'm going to go first. No, I go first. Okay. We already, baby, we already wrote it down. I but, start. But listen, it'll go me, then scary, and then me, and then scary, and then me at the end with the Reddit. I got, I got three scaries. Oh, okay. Go ahead. That's why we did it. Me <laughs> okay, first. Go, hurry, hurry up. <laughs> and we are poor planners, Rick Langver. <laughs> All right. Scary story. Ooh, We're not going to use names here, but if you wrote it, you'll know it's you. <laughs> so my husband. Uh, my husband was uh, off at police college for three months and I was home alone from with almost my one-year-old. Why are you laughing at me like that? Because I started to read and I... Yeah, yeah, yeah I can just see you're sweating. Yeah, I got sweat on you my got it. You're doing great. Go ahead. I love you. Let me start again. Okay. My husband was off at police college for three months. I was a home, a home alone with my almost one-year-old. I was upstairs in bed and I heard music. I paused the show and listened and heard nothing. So I put the show back on and the music started again. I realized that it was my son's toy that was going off downstairs. Been there. Been there. We've been there so many times. It's freaky. Ooh, I should tell what just happened with Cooper too. I call, yeah, we should. Oh, yeah. That was creepy. I, call, I called my husband because this stuff kind of freaks me out. He said, maybe it's another toy touching against it, kind of like rubbing mm-hmm. against it. You know, when you put them all in a, mm-hmm. in a basket mm-hmm. and they all touch. Heavy and they, petting. Yeah, mm-hmm. heavy petting. She went downstairs <laughs> and it was on the floor sitting by itself in the middle of the room. But nothing around it. Like I've been there so many times. I have chills because it happened. After seeing it, recognizing it, and acknowledging it, the thing never went off again. Right. That is creepy. It happens all the time here. So, like, I feel like that for me is like a Tuesday. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Pe- fair people enough. People are, and a lot of the times people will be like, oh, it's the battery. Sometimes when the batteries wear out on a toy, it'll like randomly go off. And I get that. That could totally happen. But there's something to be said about like that feeling, you know, like, you just feel off. So whether well, you're a believer when you or not. See it, when you see it, yeah. you're just anticipating that you're going to turn your back. Here's what I always do. I always tur- I anticipate I'm going to turn closer? my back. No, it's not going to oh. be closer. It's going to go off again. Oh. And then I automatically get the chills running yeah, all yeah, the yeah. way through my body. It's almost like, like. when you're running up the stairs in the dark. Yeah. Nothing. No one's going to grab you, but you feel it. You feel it. You feel and you it. can feel it on your skin. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So here's a funny one. <laughs> I'm going to read the one that we were going to do for. Yeah. Okay. So funny Halloween in, in my early twenties, <laughs> I was a party animal. So we threw a Halloween party and we went all out decor, lights, sounds, the works. Long story short, <laughs> I had no idea the black lights would expose a girl at the party. She tried to play off the stuff, air quotes, stuff showing up on her chest, face and mouth. As I spilt my shot, it's probably from that. Uh, It was not that, ma'am. No, it was not. It was not that at all. The kicker, it wasn't from her boyfriend's quote unquote shot either. If you catch my drift, they left early and I wish they knew how they were. So basically the black lights exposed her semen. Oh yeah. This, this sounds like an episode of CSI Miami. Oh, hundred percent. There was semen everywhere. Yeah. Oh my, can you even imagine? I would just think that it was like a joke. I would have been like, you have like, um, glow stick fluid all over you. Could you imagine Ew. doing the deed? 
mm-hmm. cleaning up, thinking you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. That no one will notice, and it's still and on your right. face. <laughs> Like, how did you miss it on your face? <laughs> I could see maybe on your blouse. Maybe. But you would think that she'd wipe but, up. But on your face. And is it just, is it just like it just smeared all over your face? Well, this makes me think, like, what happens if she really tried to clean up? But still, it was like, you, there's remnants, right? It's just like smushed everywhere. thick semen. <laughs> what I suspect happened was they cleaned up and right. whatever costume makeup she had on her face. Yeah wasn't the same context or con mm. what is that what the thickness mm. of it mm. no it was just come okay 100 <laughs> it was just come okay. on her face all right ghost story me and my friend were exploring an old abandoned barn in the middle of nowhere this is rural alberta ontario or canada just so you guys know in the middle of the afternoon we were in there for a good half an hour dodging rotten boards and nails we were about ready to take off. My buddy said something to me. I turned around. I looked at him and I swear I saw a pale figure standing right behind him. I pulled him out of the way and a rotten board fell from the loft exactly where he was standing. Oh my God. We got it. We got out of that barn, shaken up, got back to my truck, which was parked on a nearby gravel road. We both had our windows slightly rolled up and on both sides of the window in the exact same position were handprints. Weird. As if someone was grabbing at the windows. That's really creepy. How freaky is that? I got a little bit of I was chills. waiting for him to say that uh, the barn was on like some old... Oh, yeah. I'm, maybe it was. They grave. should have done some When he research. said gravel, I thought he was going to say grave. And I was like, ooh. Oh, <laughs> okay. Great story, Ryan. This one, um, I feel like is it's like a cute, funny... Um, but like, I, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So this girl says, my family throws an epic Halloween party every year, pre-COVID at my dad's house, full haunted house inside and out. It's amazing. And everyone always has a great time. A few years ago, after a cocktail or two, my dad and I were dancing, nothing crazy at all. Just cute, cheesy father, daughter dancing. But somehow he fell. It was a super funny dad fall, like right on his ass, did not seem to be anything serious at all. Everybody laughed and pointed and we tried to help him get up. He immediately looked me dead in the eyes and said, my leg is broken, call an ambulance right now. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, the poor guy. He said, he looked me dead in the eyes and said, my leg is broken, call an ambulance right now. <laughs> totally thought he was joking, but lifted his pant leg up and holy shit, it was broken. <laughs> Not the funny part, but when the ambulance guy came, ambulance, ambulance when the ambulance guy, <laughs> when the EMS guys came, there were three fairly young guys and they were in awe of the house. They were taking their time. They're checking everything out, taking pics, videos, got selfies with the guests and even a picture with my dad on the stretcher. But when the, um, he was in so much pain, but when was way more happy that they were impressed with the party. He felt so cool. Eventually, they went to the hospital and he had to wait a while before having surgery on his leg, all while dressed as a very intense Dracula. It was a hilarious sight to be seen. Everyone in the hospital enjoyed it. He was totally fine. And we've we've all learned since to be a little more careful on the dance floor. Oh, that so sounds like a great dad. It does. That would totally be you when you broke your yeah. ankle last year. Yeah, fuck, that sucks. Uh, you, my ankle is broken. Yeah, Britt, can you uh, can you look after the kids? Why I broke my ankle? I broke my ankle. Yeah, that was okay. sucked. Okay, that was sucked. That was a sucked. That was a sucked. I actually have two more stories. One's really short, but I'm going to read this one long, and then if I get a chance, I'll do the really okay, short we gotta one. We got to do. Yeah, we got to. One pick up night the kids. years ago, this one's creepiest. 
AF. That's why I saved it for the last. One night years ago, my sister and her boyfriend came home after everyone else had already gone to bed. When you reach the top of our stairs, you can see directly into my bedroom. I shared with my younger sister. Our bunk beds were in a T formation. I don't know why that's important, but it is. As soon as she reached the top, she saw a white hooded figure at the end of my bed, top bunk, holding the edge, just peeking over, watching nope, me sleep. Nope, nope. That's disturbing. She started to freak out and then turned uh, turned and looked at, well, and then it turned, oh yeah, then it turned and looked at her. Jesus. Then her boyfriend turned on the lights and it was gone. Later that week, they came home again. Sounds like they party a lot, yeah. the, her and her boyfriend. Mm. Your sister and her boyfriend are out very, very late. <laughs> Later that week, they came home again and saw that same figure hovering over top of the couch where you would sit, just looking down. When they turned on the lights in the kitchen, they saw me and my friends sleeping on the couch. The figure was over top of me watching again. Oh, my God. This is like some uh, Haunting of Hill House situation. It's crazy. And the reason I this really resonates with me is last night I had a terrible dream while sleeping in bed with Coop. Uh, and I woke up. And I don't wake up from bad right. dreams. But I was freaked the AF out. And I was terrified to turn around because the fan mm. that was trying to make sounds for Cooper to sleep yeah. was hitting a direction that was running right up my back so i could feel the fan running up my back the chill but i was so freaked out that i didn't want to check to make sure it was the fan (laughs) or if it was this (laughs) figure that was in my dream and so i to this to this day you know the day after the day after I swear there was something breathing down my, my neck last night and I just Weird. refused to turn around. I'm like, whatever. Was it from the dream? It's like you just woke up in a state of panic. I woke up in a state of panic mm. and I could feel air on my back. Mm, from the fan. More than likely yeah. from the fan. But Who it knows? was just a state. To this day, yeah. I don't to know. To this day. To this day, I do not 24 know. 24 hours later. But here's what I said. Here's what I said to this this ghostly figure <laughs> last night. Because I said, I'm not turning around. Oh, fuck you. I'm not doing I it, said it. I said it out loud. I I'm said, not I'm that not, guy, but. I said, I'm not turning around. I said, but let me just tell you this. If you decide to possess me, you're a little bitch. <laughs> and, and you I, did not yes, say I did this out loud. I said this out loud. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I swear. Cooper, I said, you're Daddy, a little who are you bitch. To? And I'll tell you why you're a little bitch. Because I can't defend myself against people like you. <laughs> so if you're going to go after someone who can't defend himself, you're a little bitch. Now go away. I'm going to sleep. I, I was terrified. I can't even. Because Cooper, <laughs> I'm just picturing Cooper wake you know, up being what? like, Daddy, who are you talking to? <laughs> Don't look behind me. Okay, we got to go. I'm not going to tell the Emma the asshole story, but I am going to tell the story with Coop last night. So we put we originally put Cooper in our bed last night, right. and I and I was sleeping with him, um, like laying with him, and he usually um, falls falls asleep pretty quickly on top of like he likes to cuddle. And so he was like snuggled in my arm and I kept trying to move him over. I'm like, Cooper, like you got to move over a little because I thought he was asleep. He's like, I don't want to be over on this side. I'm like, what's wrong? Like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't want to be over there. There's a whole bunch of ghosts over there. And I said, pardon. And he was like, where? He's like, there's ghosts over there. I'm like, sweetie, like there's no ghosts here. Like you're safe. He's like, no, there's ghosts. I'm like, okay, like show me like where. And then he said, um, well, um, uncle, and he said, uncle Pete, because he forgot uncle Dave's name, but he said, Oh, uncle Pete's over there. I'm like, uncle Pete. And, and then I'm like, uncle Dave. Cause we often refer to, if you listen to our podcast, Ryan's friend who passed away, we call him uncle Dave, um, for the kids. And he's like, yeah, uncle Dave is over there. He's standing there. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, uncle Dave is a, is a good ghost. He's here and he protects us. He's like, I know. Um, he like, he's scary. He's over there and I don't, I don't want to be over here. And like, he would not 
look, even look in that direction. Like he's like, turn the light on. So I put my flashlight on and he like immediately calmed down. He's like, okay, they're gone. He's like, and then he, he mentioned the crystals too. He's like, mom, like uh, mommy's room have a crystal. Cause we have crystals on top of all of our doors. And he was like, yes. He's like, I want to go to my own room. And I had to take him out of our bed and put him into his own room. Cause and he Cooper does not, not like sleeping in no, his own room. He does, like, He'll he, take our bed all day, all every day. day. So he was like, I don't want to sleep in this That's room. That's funny. Not funny. It's scary because this morning, the first thing he said to me when he woke up was why is Uncle Dave a ghost? Yeah. And I said, what? He said, why is Uncle Dave a ghost? He said, Uncle Dave died. Now he's a ghost. I said, yeah, that's yeah. why he's a ghost. He said, but why is he a ghost? Yeah. How do you explain to someone why, to a three-year-old why he's a ghost? I don't know. But it was so off-brand for him not to be off-brand. like. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yeah. It was so unlike him to not want to sleep in our room. <laughs> I know like, why you said me. that because that's your <laughs> language. That's fair. But it just, uh, it was just really, really eerie. So, um that's that. <laughs> spooky, spooky <laughs> skeletons. <laughs> I was so tired last night. I went into my room and I was like, listen, Clev, which is his last name. I said, if you're here, you know, like Cooper is. And I wasn't like, you're not a little bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just said, if you're here, you know, like um, maybe just protect Coop from afar because he's a little freaked out. Or if anybody else is here, I told Coop too. I said, if you see anybody else here and they don't, and you don't want them here, you say, um, Uncle Dave, um, tell them to leave and Uncle Dave will do that for you. And he said, okay. But he was, he would not, he was so rigid, like his whole body. He would not move to that side of the bed. Mm. I want to go. I'm like, we're leaving. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Halloween. You little bitch. Little bitch. <laughs> Enjoy Halloween this weekend. Bye. Peace out. A-Town. everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.